This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. You're listening to Live Free Creative an intentional podcast with practical tips for living your life on purpose. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I believe in creativity, adventure, curiosity, and the magic of small moments. I hope that every time you listen, you feel empowered and free to live the life that you want. Hi there, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Live Free Creative Podcast, episode number 223. Today I'm going to share with you all about how to start a book club. I love reading, I love book clubs, and my current book club is probably my favorite ever. I shared this episode actually back in season two, it was originally aired as episode 62. So you may have heard it if you've been around for a long time, but if you haven't, or even if you have, the information is super relevant, still holds. I looked through it and was like, oh yeah, those are the steps that I would walk someone through today. And I went to book club last night, the first book club of 2023. I'm in a current amazing book club that I began this time last year. Our first meeting was in February of 2022, which was about the first time that it felt safe and responsible post-pandemic to begin hosting these in-person gatherings. It was so fun. And the members of this book club have become some of my best friends. They were people that I knew before, some of them better than others. And we have formed such a really fun group this year. I don't know if you remember, if you've been listening for a while, that it's taken a little bit of time for me to settle into a social support system here in Richmond. I fell in love with our home and with the city far before I felt settled with friends. And this book club has changed the game. I feel so close to some of these women who live nearby, who are now really connected to each other. And it has been such an incredible support system. And having a regular opportunity to connect makes all the difference. So the book club that I mentioned in the episode is my pre-pandemic Richmond book club, which was also fun. And we, you know, obviously shuttered during the pandemic. And when I picked it back up, uh, I had invited a couple different people and the dynamic is just really fun. Also, I want to mention that during the episode, I share about how that book club 
was sort of a snacks and discussion book club. Well, when I started it again this last year, it is a dinner book club, and that has been so fun. Something about gathering around a table, making a meal, and we are kind of theming the food to the book, has added just a level of inspiration, creativity, a little bit of planning, and you're that much more invested. So for example, last night I was at book club and the book we had read is called Black Cake. It's a really beautiful, interesting book that was set in the Caribbean and the food last night were Jamaican patties and rice and peas, this incredible snapper and a black cake, which is mentioned multiple times throughout the book in addition to being the name of the book itself. It was so fun to be back together after the holidays gathered. And this is something that I wish for all of you. There's so much incredible data around how connections, our friendships, make the biggest impact on our long-term satisfaction in our lives, our well-being. Having those friends and that support system help make everything else in your life a little bit easier. They can help you through obstacles. Feeling like you have a friend allows you to face things that otherwise might feel insurmountable. And the structure of a club, of gathering together with regularity around something of interest, it doesn't have to be a book club. You could use these same ideas that I'm going to share in this episode for a knitting club or for a gardening club or for a bird watching club or a dinner club, or a movie club, whatever you love, gather together with people who also enjoy that thing and celebrate it together. That will give you an incredible social boost. You'll find your curiosity peaked, your interest and imagination and ideas catch on fire. And it is such a unique and wonderful experience to be surrounded in community with people who are enjoying something the same way and the same time that you are enjoying it. So before I begin, I'm going to give you a quick peeks of the week. I know I did this last week, but I'm going to share three books that I have read this month that I really enjoyed and that, you know, goes along with the theme of book club. And then I will dive into the episode. You can listen to all of the tips and tricks for starting a book club or another club of interest where you can gather and be in community celebrating something you love. The first book that I finished this year is called To Promise. It's a hefty one, and it was actually what our book club calls an extra credit book. It was too big and fat and dense to read for book club, you know, to finish in a month. However, it was highly recommended. And so I found out last night when I was at book club that I had completed it along with a couple other of my book clubbies. And so we're going to do like a separate lunch to discuss it. To Promise is a fascinating three-part book with intersecting locations and interesting intersections of names and characters. However, it's set in three different time periods. The whole thing is set in a dystopic, fictional United States of America. It has some really interesting themes and will be a fun discussion. So, If you're looking for a long read, it's about 750 pages or about 20 hours of audio, and I really loved it. Second comes from the New York Times Best Books of 2022. I think the third one did too. I was traveling earlier in the month. I flew to Calgary, Canada, 
And I wanted to listen to a book on the plane and I listened to another one on the way home. So the first one that I listened to is called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It is a fictional story again about a group of gamers, of video game designers. And it really gave an interesting perspective on not only video games, which is a huge part of the book, of course, but also the themes of stories and what makes things interesting to people and how we judge what determines something being good or bad and what matters most to us. Really great themes and ideas brought out in this book. And I really enjoyed learning a little bit more about the video game side of things that I've never really given a whole lot of attention to, except for in order to like regulate my kids' screen time. (laughs) The third great book that I just finished is called The Candy House. This one, I will tell you, was such an interwoven web of characters that I, at one point, a few chapters in, actually created a note on my phone and wrote down the characters as I was introduced to them and then actually like plotted with a little bit of a word map their connections to each other and a little bit of definitions. There's something like 20 or more characters that are all introduced without a whole lot of explanation. And so really I needed the visual to be able to follow who was who despite the complication of the interwoven network of characters The stories were really interesting, and the way that the book was written almost broke them up into shorter essays where you'd get a perspective and a a glimpse into a story that maybe isn't mentioned again or isn't mentioned until much later. So it was kind of a fun adventure. I felt like I was like really taken on this, like, where am I going? Who's coming along? What's happening here? And I enjoyed it. So there are three books that I've begun my year with in addition to Black Cake, which I read for book club. I feel like I can recommend all of them. I thought they were all interesting and great in different ways. I know that's not very helpful if you're trying to like narrow down a a list, but give any of them a try. Those are the peaks of the week. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Okay, okay. Now let's get started talking about how to create a book club. Those of you who are in currently in book clubs or already have created book clubs might think this is really self-explanatory. What could there possibly be to say about it? But I know there's a lot of people, especially when I recently mentioned that I had 
started a book club here in Richmond and we were getting ready for our first couple meetings and I was really excited about it. I had a lot of people reach out and say, okay, so that sounds so fun. I'm not part of a book club. I would love to be part of a book club. How could I become part of a book club? How do I create a book club? And so this is the answer to those questions. I have lots of experience and lots of friends who have started book clubs as well. And so I think that there are lots of different factors to consider. So I want to walk you through these five factors, the five pieces that you might want to consider as you are getting started on setting up your own book club wherever you are. So first of all, I want you to think about who you would like it to be for. Are you hoping to have a book club with the people on your block, your neighbors, so that you are able to spend more time with them and get to know them better? Is this a book club just for your friends, your social friends that you already spend time with regularly? You could have a book club with your sisters or family members. You could have a book club with your church community if there's people that you see regularly at church maybe you want to have a book club with your coworkers or with people who go to the gym with you the first thing to establish is what group or what people do you want to bring together in this book club maybe you don't care maybe you think i want to have a book club with whoever wants to have a book club with me well in that case you get to just choose where you want to start think of a couple people, a handful of people, or maybe even just one or two who you already interact with that you could reach out and ask whether or not they are in a book club and if they would be interested in being in one with you. Here in Richmond, there is already a book club that's part of my church organization. And so that is, it's a really wide open format. It's once a month. It's kind of informal and uh, I think it's fairly well attended, but it also, because it's open to everyone within the church, which is great, there is a potential for 60 people to be there. Also, maybe five people will go and it's managed in this really kind of wide way. And while that's fun and I do attend on occasion, I really wanted to have a book club that was a little bit, felt a little more structured and a little bit more personal. And so I, I set out to create a book club within my neighborhood, made up primarily of moms who have students at the same elementary school as my kids. My target sort of audience (laughs) with my book club was women who kind of like me might have kids that go to the school, live in this neighborhood, really like their lives, but who might not already have a bunch of different social settings that they spend time in that would be open and willing to make some new friends and to make space for a book club in their lives. So a lot of this can go back to episode three as well, making friends as an adult. That's an episode if you haven't listened to it yet and you're in a position where you'd like to make more friends and a book club seems like a fun way to make more friends, but you don't really know a a lot about how else you want to approach this, you can listen to episode three and that will be helpful to go through some other steps in general, like making friends as an adult type of things. The idea that I had to start this book club came because I was at a PTA board social. I'm on the PTA board of the local elementary school. And I noticed that one of the other women in the PTA board was carrying around a book that I had recently read, Where the Crawdads Sing. And I commented, I went over, I didn't know her well, but I went over and commented that that book was so good. And she mentioned she was borrowing it from the person in the house. And she also had just brought a different book to loan to the woman who was hosting the social. That was another book that I had just read by Tara Westover, Educated. And I said, oh my gosh, those are two of my most favorite recent books. And I just said, you must love to read the same types of books that I do. And she said, oh yeah, it sounds like it. These have been great. And so that was kind of that for 
the meeting, but then a couple days later, I thought, gosh, I bet that she would like to, if she's not already in a book club, she would probably like to be in one because it seems that she likes to read. And so I sent her a text message, just simple, and said, hey, are you already in a book club? I am not in one, you know, haven't been in one locally since moving to Richmond, and I'm hoping to start one with some other moms of the elementary school, Uh, maybe PTA moms, maybe just other moms of the school. And she reached back right out and said, no, I would love to be in one and I'm not in one yet. And I had mentioned a couple other people from the PTA and she, knowing them, said, I know that, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so are in book groups already, but we can ask them. And we kind of started there. So I started with the idea of who I thought would be a great group, things that we would have things in common, but also different backgrounds and different stories and different experiences so that we could come together and share. This first book club recruit and I then decided to reach out to other people that we knew. We decided that, and I will say, I think that a great number for a book club is around 10 to 12 people. More than that gets a little unruly. Less than that, if a couple people can't be there, feels really small. But I think that 10 for a neighborhood group or like kind of a local group feels like a really great number. And where we live, a lot of the homes are a little bit smaller, and so we thought, you know, even like 8 to 10 would be a good number. So we both reached out to our respective friends, people that we knew. I reached out to different neighbors on my blocks and different friends that I had from the school already, and she did the same. And we simply sent a text message that said, hey, we're starting a book club, and we would love if you wanted to join. Let us know if you're already in one or if you're interested. Super simple, non-committal. This isn't like pouring your heart out. And you also don't really feel bad if someone can't. Like, it's great if they can, and if they can't, that's no big deal. So funny enough, in this particular situation, I reached out to about five people, maybe six, and one of my friends was ready, willing, and excited about it of the five that I asked. And my first recruit reached out to about five or six people, and four of her five were willing. So then right there we had seven people, which felt like a good starting place. So number one is to determine who you want to have a group with. Who would you like your book club to be comprised of? And then start asking people. Invite people to become part of the book club that you're starting. Know that for some people it's not going to work and some people will be really excited about it and you will be sort of an answer to their prayers because they, like you, have been wanting to be in a book club as well. And you can start creating this group. After you have a good idea of who you want to form this group with or kind of who your target group is, and I want to say as well, you you can invite right after you decide kind of who you want to start with, or you can get through some of the other logistics before you start inviting people so you know, so people know what they're getting themselves into. And I'll explain all of that coming up right now because a book club, in order to function effectively, should have some guidelines. And sometimes it helps to invite people after you have a pretty clear idea of what the guidelines are. For example, number two is to decide when you're going to meet. When you are the one starting the book group, you get to choose. So you can initially just decide what works for you. Or if you and one or two friends get together and say, okay, let's start a book group and invite more people, start with kind of an idea of how often you'd like to meet. 
what is typical for a book group is to meet once a month, but that is not set in stone anywhere. There's no like official association of book clubs that says you have to meet once a month. When I lived in Texas and had my young kids and I started a book club there with some friends who lived in the neighborhood and who also went to church with me, we decided that six weeks was more appropriate for our ability to read because of how many young kids we had between all of us. There were like Everyone had at least two or three young kids, babies, you know, baby ages, months and years old. And so the idea that we could get through a book a month consistently felt like a lot for some of the girls. Now, I read a lot and I read fairly quickly. And so I usually get through multiple books in a month. But for that book club, I would save the book of the month until, you know, the last couple weeks. And we decided to meet every six weeks instead of once a month just to give a little bit more space for people to finish the books. Another example of something different is that after I talked about my book club last a couple weeks ago on Instagram, I had one of my friends from when I lived in Alexandria and started a book club up there in Alexandria, Virginia, reach out and say, oh my gosh, I remember sitting in your living room and doing book club and I really miss it. She said that, you know, her book club right now is a little bit of a dud. <laughs> I'll talk about that in a minute. But she said it would be so fun to, if we still had a book club. And I reached right back out and said, hey, let's do it. We don't live super close to each other anymore. There are about four of our good friends from when we lived up in D.C. together. We all lived in the same apartment complex. And now we all live within about an hour and a half to two hours of each other, which is a little bit of distance for a monthly meeting. But I said, hey, why don't we do a quarterly book club meeting? And it'd be a really fun way to like get together once every quarter, see each other, have a book to discuss, and also do dinner. And everyone agreed that that was a great idea. So I... I'm going to start doing this quarterly book club with these friends who are good old friends and it'll be, you know, kill all the birds. We'll get to read a fun book. We'll get to have a great discussion. We'll get to see each other. We're going to spend time together. We're going to have a dinner together. And it's just a great way to keep up with friends. So don't get stuck on the idea that you have to do every month. Every month is great. You also can adopt whatever logistics you need to fit your own needs and the needs of the people that you're creating a group with. In the case of my current regular monthly book club, we decided that it's easy for everyone if we just set the day. So our book club meets on the second Wednesday of the month. Wednesday seemed like a pretty simple day that most people weren't going to be going out of town. There's not like a Wednesday holiday usually. It's sort of the middle of the week and the second Wednesday fell well before a lot of the end of the month holidays coming up like Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas where we think we still will be able to have the meetings even though it's the you know it's closer to the beginning of the month. So the second Wednesday of the month from 8 to 10. And that was just an easy, we, you know, kind of did a mini survey, made sure that that would work for people and went ahead with it. By setting up a system for the when, you enable people to plan on it and to have it in their schedules months in advance. It's a lot easier to have something on your schedule months in advance and go to it than if you are switching the dates around all the time. So I do recommend if you can to plan ahead the dates so you know what is upcoming and everyone has a better chance of being able to plan around it. The third thing you might want to consider or discuss as you're getting started with the idea of setting up a book group or a book club is what types of books you want to read and 
what type of meeting you want to have. For example, you could choose a specific genre. I know that there are book clubs all over the country that read just historical fiction or just the classics or just nonfiction. For example, if you're a member of Podcast Plus on Patreon, our digital book club is a self-development book club. So it's nonfiction self-development books that we read and discuss as a group online. I have never in my regular book clubs, my monthly book clubs, had a specific genre. In most cases, we've decided that we wanted people to be able to read from all different genres and especially be able to read books that they might not have thought of themselves. And so it's kind of fun to choose different things. But if you want to focus on a specific genre and that appeals more to you than reading a variety of things, then you can decide that. That's just a simple decision. There's no right or wrong. Again, you get to make the rules. And so you can choose what types of books you want to read. The way that we've set it up in this current book club is that the person who hosts the book club meeting at their house also chooses the book for that month. So they choose the book, have everyone over to their house, they host the discussion, and in our case, they also provide the snacks and drinks for the meeting. So it's sort of like it's your show. The day that you host, you've chosen the book, you have your questions, you prepare the simple snacks and drinks, and you have people over. And then the rest of the months, it cycles through. We have assigned each person a month and you cycle through the months and you just show up. In the other months that you're not hosting, you just read the book and show up. This is a pretty typical way to do it, but again, this isn't the only way to do it. In some of my book clubs, we have voted on all of the books. So in my current book club, the person who hosts chooses the book and that's the one that it is. In my previous book club, we would get together once a year and all bring ideas about which types of books we'd like to read. We'd bring a list. We'd create a list and then we would vote on it. And then we'd divide the books up that we had voted on as a group and spread them out throughout the year. So the person who was hosting didn't necessarily choose the book because the whole group chose the book. The person hosting was the one who brought the treats. I also have heard about book clubs where it's done really differently, where the person who hosts and leads the discussion provides her house, but Maybe some of the other people bring treats kind of like a potluck or like soccer games when you're assigned to bring treats on a specific game. So you can do it all different ways, kind of depending on what works best for you, what seems most streamlined. If you want more people to be involved each month, you know, you have two people bringing treats, one person bringing drinks, and then the person hosting and discussing. Or if you kind of, it, it makes more sense or feels easier for one person to kind of take over for each month which is what we've decided here. There are also, again, lots of different ways to do food and beverage. Most of the book clubs, I mean, every single book club that I've ever been a part of had snacks and drinks as part of the social event because you're hanging out for a couple hours and it just makes sense. I have heard of, although I am not part of and haven't ever been part of, a book club that provided an actual dinner. And I've seen some really beautiful, incredible, well-planned dinners that are even themed that go along with the book. If you want to have a more elaborate book club like that, you can decide that ahead of time and then recruit the people who would like to do that as well. I have a friend in Utah whose book club is very much like this. They have a theme. So the book, you know, let's say it's a Halloween-ish book. It's like a murder mystery or something. Everyone will actually dress up 
and go to the house. The dinner is all like this gorgeous laid out table with decorations that sort of feel like the period. And then the food also reflects something that happened in the book or the time period of the book or whatever. And so it can be super elaborate. And that in one sense appeals to me so much and I think it sounds really really fun to do something super elaborate like that and it would be fascinating to find a group that was also equally excited about doing that my current book club is a lot more low-key and we you know I hosted last month and I just made a cheese and charcuterie board and made some pumpkin chocolate chip cookies and then had drinks for people and it was really simple I thought it was really still nice but it was just simple it wasn't themed to fit the book or anything it was just snacks and drinks that we would enjoy so that we can spend time together so all things to consider as you're thinking about this third point what exactly you want the meetings themselves to entail number four is important for a book club it's the discussion and the general communications so there are a lot of book clubs that are call themselves book clubs but then they get together and they chat the whole time and they don't actually ever discuss the book at all it's more like a social club which is great that's fantastic but if you want to form a book club then there should be some element of discussion of the book if you want to form a girls night out club that's totally okay. That's just an entirely different thing. And neither one is better or worse than the other. But just be clear, if you want to start a book club, it's really important that it has an element of discussion of the book itself. That is part of the the fun and the incredible experience of being part of a book club is that you get to read a book and have all of your own thoughts and experiences that come up as you read it. And then you meet together with other people and you get to hear totally unique and different perspectives on how it was read, what they thought about the themes in the book. And you're able to even get so much more out of the book than what was in the text. In the discussion, you're able to create new ideas and have kind of a synergy so you walk away even with a book that you didn't like at all you can walk away from a book club meeting feeling really uplifted and inspired by the discussion itself so make sure that you're clear with your guidelines that your book club is going to be an actual book club that you expect and it will be expected of the group that people have read the book when they come and that they're prepared to talk about it on some level Naturally, when you're talking about topics within a book or themes or principles that come up in a book, you're not going to spend the whole time talking specifically about the characters in the book. You're going to apply it to your own experience and even bring in, you know, the political climate or current events or other things that relate. Our two book club discussions so far here in Richmond with this new book club have been so fascinating because we are talking about the book and we're discussing things that we thought about as we read it and things that are happening within the book and the discussion goes so far beyond that and we're getting to know each other and each other's histories and each other's families and where we're coming from and and what our kind of views about things are and it's been really enriching and wonderful. Regarding that, I think that a simple way to be clear about the discussion and the expectations for that are to just make sure that everyone, when they join the book club, gets a copy of the book, the general book club guidelines. So the way that I did this was once we had 
a good idea of the people who are going to be regular members of the group who had said yes, they could commit to the Wednesdays, they were planning on being there, they were excited about it. I just put together a quick email and I will share the contents of the email in the show notes. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you can go if you want an idea of just like, okay, what should this email look like? And um, I share you know, a welcome to the book club. Here are the members of the group with um, everyone's name who has joined. And then just some general guidelines. We're going to meet on the second Wednesday of the month, starting at eight o'clock. Meetings should probably go until around 10 p.m., although we won't kick you out. And just on that note, I have to say that I have a friend who has very strict end times for her book club. So it is from eight to 10 and at 10 o'clock people leave like they don't sit and hang out. Um, And that can be really helpful on a school night if everyone needs to get home and get sleep to have a really firm you know, exit time if you want it. And also if you don't, it's okay. Like we did to say, we're not going to kick you out, but we're expecting that it will be around that time. Um, We plan on about an hour of discussion and then about an hour of um, social time. The host provides the food and the drinks and her home. And then a quick follow-up of whose house was coming up next and what the book was. So I am the one who's handling the email communication in my group that I formed here in Richmond. And I know that some groups like to rotate that. I think that it's easy enough to pass it on later or, you know, if I have a month that I can't do it, just to ask if one of the other people would. I don't mind, though, sending an email once a month and saying, hey, remember, you know, this is what's coming up. This is where book club is and and making sure that, you know, because I sort of started it, I'm also going to manage it. And I think that's fine. So the very last thing I want to say, this is number five, is to just get started. I think so often we have so many ideas about what we want to do, but we can't quite move ourselves from the thinking about it into the action part. If you have listened to my episode, go back and listen to the episode about motion versus action. Actually asking someone, sending a text and saying, hey, are you part of a book club? It doesn't have to be scary. The first couple people you ask might not be able to join a book club or might already be in a book club or might not have time for a book club right now. And that's fine. You will be able to find people who want to be in your book club if you just ask. You just have to keep asking. There are so many benefits to having a regular book club, starting with having an opportunity and sort of this like loose assignment to read a new book, a different book. The benefits of reading, I don't think that I have to expound here because we all know how good it is for our minds and for our hearts uh, to read and to be understanding of other people's experiences and stories. It was really fun in our very first meeting of my new local book club to hear that one of the women who joined was a little nervous because she hadn't read a book since graduating from college. She was really cute and open and also said, I feel a little bit nervous. I haven't been reading at all for like 15 years and I want to. And this, the, our first book was the first book that she had pulled out and read since graduating from college. And, and she said, it's not that I haven't wanted to. I just was never really a super big reader. And it's something that I uh, have been able to avoid because there's so many other things going on in life. And it's really fun now to have provided an opportunity for her to pick up a book and read something new. It's so enriching. And even though I read a lot 
on my own, it's really, really fun and different when I know I'm going to read a book and then get gather together in community. So reading is one of the first benefits. Gathering together in community is a huge benefit. We have so much time that we spend connecting with people online, but how much time do we actually spend with people in real life? And not only in real life, just hanging out, but in real life, having a meaningful conversation, discussing principles, discussing relationships, discussing the types of things that books bring up in our into our minds. I, of course, think that eating is really fun and being able to prepare some fun snacks and having people over to your house, even just the element of hosting and inviting people into your home. A relationship or a friendship goes from level one to level four as soon as you have someone step over the threshold of your home. And there's no like true levels here. I'm just sort of making that up. But the idea that when you have people in your own space, it's like le- literally letting them into your life, literally letting them see you and be welcome in your space and be welcome in your life. And if you're trying to make friends or you would like to have more friends or different friends or feel in community with people more often, inviting them in is an incredible way to get started. And then having that reciprocated in a group like a book club where people come into your house and then you get to go into theirs and you get to um, experience their space and experience their life and partake of their hospitality. It's It's a really beautiful community that is formed. Okay, I want to just quickly review the five steps or five things to think about as you're creating your own book club. And then I just want to give you all the encouragement in the world that if this is something that you want to do, that you can do it and people are going to love it and it's going to be the best, the best thing. Okay, let's get started. Number one, who? Decide who you want to be part of this book club. Who is it going to be for? What are the people that you'd like to be in community with? Number two, when? When are you going to meet? Is it going to be a typical monthly book club? Is it going to be every six weeks or every other month? Are you going to have a quarterly book club with people who live a little further away or have a little bit trickier schedules like I am with some of my friends? Number three, what are the specifics of your particular book club? Are you going to read from a particular genre? Are you going to have the host also provide the food? Is it going to be light snacks or is it going to be a dinner style? What type of discussion do you want to have? You get to, in number three, create all of the guidelines for your book club. And then number four, zone in on that discussion. Make sure that people understand that they should read the book and come prepared to share some insights on it. And also in number four, consider the communication. How are you going to let people know? How are you going to upkeep You know, is it going to be a Marco Polo group? Is it going to be a text message group? Is it going to be by email? How are you going to communicate um, what the upcoming book is, where it's hosted, and reminding people about it? Those are things you need to consider that management. And then number five, simple, 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 just get started. Invite, ask, find someone, reach out, send a message. As you get started, you will bless other people's lives who are seeking the same community the same uplift and the same opportunity to meet together in a group and discuss something meaningful that you are every single book club that's out there every cool one that you hear about every fun one that you see on instagram every single person who's part of one that group had to be started by someone if you've been sitting around thinking gosh i wish i could be part of a book club i wish someone would invite me to be part of their book club 
understand that you have that power. You don't have to be invited to one. You can create one and be the person inviting others to be part of it. I'm super duper excited for you all who have this little seed inside you that's like, yes, this is something I want to do. I'm going to get started. It's so fun and so exciting to create a community and to find people who you can have a new level of relationship and friendship with as you meet together and discuss all of the incredible books that you'll read. If you have any questions, please visit the show notes and leave me a comment. You can ask me also on Instagram when I share about this week's podcast. Let me know if you have an obstacle or if you have a question or if you have a barrier. I also, in the show notes, I'm going to link a couple different blog posts that I've read about this topic of starting a book club, some really cool book club ideas. So you can visit the show notes, livefreecreative.co slash podcast and check those out. And if you do have a book club, if you're already part of one, or if you start one, I want to make sure that you are aware that More Than Enough, my book, has a book club discussion guide that we created specifically so that book clubs, when they meet together, have already some formulated questions regarding the book itself that they can ask to invite discussion and reflection with your group. I'll make sure that that is linked in the show notes. And I want to invite you, if you're already part of a club or when you start one, to choose more than enough for one of your book club books and get together with people and talk about creating a meaningful life, living with intention, and understanding that where you are and who you are is already more than enough. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I really appreciate all of you listening to Live Free Creative. And I love when you share, share on Instagram that you're listening and what you're loving. I love when you send me messages and emails and tell me how you're applying the information that I'm sharing and using it to make meaningful change in your life. It is incredible to know that something as simple as listening to a podcast can actually inspire you to make a real difference in your day-to-day experience. Have a really great week, and I will chat with you again next time. Bye-bye. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy.
That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy.